Welcome to Bridges for Mission. We are so delighted you found us. Here is a special poem I wrote for you to listen to before we invite our featured guest. Come and be seen. Yes, you, from the North, South, East, and West, emerging leaders. Yes, you, the human race. The call, email, text is for you. Come and be seen. Short-term mission is making space for you. Are you ready to sit, stand, learn, observe, be curious, ask questions, and be God's ambassadors of mercy, hope, and love? Come and let the world know you exist. Come and wave the flag of peace, walking with purple armor of royalty, revealing gold shoes for the promised land and sharpening poetic tongues of truth. Are you ready to acknowledge you are made in God's image? Yes, you are beautifully and beloved by God. The cloud of witnesses made their footprints. Now it is your turn to serve and let the world know you exist. Come and be seen. You have been set in the potter's hands. It is time to wake up your race. It is time to see and be seen, to notice and be noticed, to walk and be held, to run and be picked up, to speak and not be silenced, to receive God's anointing and be prophetic, to be heard as the hands and feet of our Lord and Savior. You were prayed up yesterday. You are invited to death. You are welcome where God is already at work. You come as you are from the north, south, east, and west emerging leaders, young and seasoned, international ministries, invite you to God's table. Come and be seen. Yes, come and be seen. Bridges for Mission welcomes you as you are. I'm Reverend Sandra Dorsonville, one of the creative minds and co-producers of this podcast. The poem you just heard was inspired by the artist Joe Davis and his song entitled, Show Up. We are so glad you are joining us from all corners of the earth to learn, be inspired by, and motivated by the conversations you listen to, who, walk, who talk about all the aspects of short-term mission, of being sent, of serving, and of finding God where God invites us to serve. Yes, you are welcomed at this table. I am Minister Nicole Cox, co-creator and co-producer of this podcast. I know you will be transformed, stretched, curious by what you heard. Why don't you come with that open heart and be bold and be you before God? Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you are tuning in. We are so excited to be back for another episode um, and to continue our Young Voices, um, highlighting the new Emerging Leaders Initiative that STM is doing. Um, we have a young man with us today. Uh, his name is William, but he goes by Liam. Um, and we are extremely excited to be chatting with him. Um, this is me, Minister Nicole Cox. Um, I am starting out today. I know, I know Sandra did not start you out this morning. I am so sorry, but she is here. I promise. I promise. Um, so yes. Yeah, so Liam, we are super excited to have you with us today. Thank you for having me. So um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? What do you like? What do you dislike? We're, we're going to do a little 20 question mini section here in the beginning. So tell us, tell us about yourself. 
Yeah, so like Nicole said, I uh, I go by Liam. Um, I'm from Orno, Maine. Uh, so way up there, not quite Canada, but but pretty close. Um, so I just graduated from high school. Um, and so I have four siblings. I'm the oldest of four, actually. Uh, in my free time, I guess, I, I'm a big soccer player and uh, um, a track guy. I run long distance, so that's always mm-hmm. fun like, to go out for runs consistently. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I also do a few other things. I mean, I play chess. That's a big thing. Um, let's see. I, I'm, a, I'm big in photography as well. Um, and a few other of the arts, like I put the cello and the piano. So I'm kind of all over the place, I guess, quote unquote, well-rounded, you know, in, in that sense. Um, I haven't really focused in on anything, but I do have uh, quite a bit of passions. And so I think that's kind of what led me to uh, to IM in the first place is how do I use those passions um, for, a, for a better cause? That's wonderful. Um, so... With your location, do you speak any other languages? Um, well, I mean, I took French in high school uh, for three years. Um, and, and you hear it a lot um, up north a little bit. Uh, and a lot of people around here, um, including like uh, the natives, um, you know, it's like descendants from French. So there's a lot of like French last names and people are, are um, bilingual. But no, I I wouldn't consider myself fluent, Um, maybe working proficiency (laughs) uh, in French, but just, yeah, just English for native. Okay. Yeah. I I think Sandra might uh, be like, yeah, let's have some French lessons and (laughs) get that working (laughs) a little bit stronger. That's wonderful, though. Did I hear French? (laughs) Maybe a little bit. I'm sorry, listeners. I couldn't resist. Well, we'll we'll try to work on that and maybe uh, prepare. That may be part of the preparation or just, you know, some side will finish in French. How about that? Yeah, I I like that a lot. I want to learn some French. I think I'll have to. (laughs) Watch out because she will she will get you into some classes. She loves speaking it. (laughs) But you'll have a good time. I promise. I promise. So you mentioned that you just graduated from high school um, and that's a big transition point in people's lives. So how are you feeling? You know, like what, what's your, you know, plans for the summer? Like, what are your, what do you, what are your classmates doing? What are you doing um, after, after graduation? Yeah. So <laughs> graduating high school, especially with, with COVID, it was pretty surreal um like I remember just like getting my diploma my whole family was here and it didn't really I don't know it it goes by so quickly um (laughs) like it's just you know it's hard to believe that your four years are over that fast um I don't have any like regrets about it it's just um you know coming to terms with that you're moving on and, and you're going you know, somewhere else, you don't necessarily have that structure, that protective shell of high school anymore. Um, so yeah, that, I, that was great though, to be honest. Now I'm just like, I don't feel the same types of pressure, I guess, that I did in high school. Um, I, I feel a lot more free. I can do stuff on my own time. Um, 
And I think I'm in a pretty unique position because I'm not going to college next year. And in addition to that, I'm not in a college. So I didn't defer admission. Um, so essentially, I'm applying for college again in the fall. So really, what it boils down to is the only big commitment I have um, in terms of what I'll do in the future is applying for colleges um, again. And that differs from most of my friends who are already in college and, you know, they're preparing for their freshman year. So it does give me a little bit of like fear of missing out, um, you know, and, and like they have the structure now uh, of college and they're going into their freshman years. And I'm still in this place of, you know, just like questioning what's going on and, and what I'm doing. But I, even though it feels like I'm lost, I know that I'm, I'm not. Um, sorry, that was kind of, of a tangent <laughs> down <laughs> what's going on next, next year in the summer. But <laughs> as far as the summer is going, I think, you know, I have a close group of friends. We're all working, um, you know, swimming, <laughs> like I mentioned before, it, it's super hot, uh, especially now. So we've been hanging out. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it for now. And then, uh, and Goma, <laughs> Goma in the fall. So you mentioned earlier and, um, yes, this voice, let me just introduce myself. I know Nicole, Minister Nicole made reference to me. I'm the other um, co-creator for the podcast, Reverend Sandra. Um, and Liam, it's so good to have you and have your share about your plans and where you are. Uh, and congratulations on graduating high school. That's a major milestone. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. You made reference to international ministries earlier. Um, how did you hear about I am? How did you come about knowing what I am does and what I am is? Yeah. So um, my neighbors actually, <laughs> it was funny. They were, you know, they were out gardening one day um, and I just got in a conversation with them about, you know, plans for next year. And I knew they did a lot of international work. Um specifically volunteer work, but I didn't know they did um, ministry work at all, actually. Uh, I didn't even know what IM was until I talked to them um, further. So, and to be honest, that was probably, I would say, like one of the deciding factors, because while there isn't, you know, it's still like a, a gap program, it's not like college or high school where there's this like structure it's a different kind of structure i think where it's like a religious structure um where you kind of have this purpose going over that's more than yourself um and i think that was that was a big thing for me is like it, what i'm doing like my purpose over there is, is bigger than me so yeah i heard it from my neighbors ann and and bill clemmer or dr clemmer um and yeah i'm really excited to be here. <laughs> All right. So maybe let's expand a little bit more for our listeners because um, you're making reference to a gap year. So Liam has chosen to take a gap year. So to pause for a year um, and, and use that time to volunteer um, and to volunteer internationally and to serve as God's servant for um, an extended amount of time 
um, and actually go and come alongside Dr. Bill Clemmer and his wife, Anne Clemmer, in Goma, at the, the Democratic Republic of Congo, and serve and explore and see, see how God is moving um, through a lot of our partners and our friends over there. Did I capture that correctly? Liam? Yeah, yeah. So what are some of the questions that you have on your heart now as we are all preparing and praying for you um, that you would want to you know, share with your listeners? Yeah, I think the biggest question I have, um, I don't want to say it's like questioning the experience, but it is almost like, you know, if you asked me a year ago, if I would be here recording a podcast about, you know, my gap year, I don't know if I would have believed you. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's crazy how quickly um, plans and things can change. Um, and I guess my biggest question would be, I think we all have, kind of have this question, but like, what is the path that I'm on? What is uh, like, what now is happening that, you know, in 10 or 15 years, I'll look back on and say, oh, that's why that happened. Or, um, and so I guess that's just the mystery that everyone is faced with, but that's my biggest question. Um, you know, it, yeah, that's my, my big question. <laughs> so with, so with that, have you ever served internationally before, or is this your first time? This is my first time. Mm, okay. So we've got a gap year with your first international volunteer. That's wonderful. So what are you, um, as you're in the preparation process with us, the SDM, what do you anticipate for your time in Goma serving with the Clemmers? Um, well, I anticipate not checking my Instagram as much as, much as I do now. <laughs> which is probably a good thing. Um, I have tried to take a day off <laughs> a week in preparation for that. It's a slow process. I was gonna <laughs> say, how, how is that going? How is <laughs> <laughs> We're getting there. We're getting there. I'm slowly deleting like one social media app a week. So like Twitter was last okay. week, uh, you know, so <laughs> it's a process. I think that's going to be one of the biggest shocks is, you know, right now we have such a connection to anyone you want to talk to. You just, you know, call them up, Snapchat, Instagram, whatever. Um, at least to my knowledge, I'm not going to have that access 24 seven like I do. I do now. So that'll be that'll be a big shock. But I think, you know, there's a few other like kind of minute, but also major differences like, you know, you can't go out past a certain time. Um, you know, you're away from your family, your friends. Um, you know, obviously there'll be a few familiar faces there uh, with me, but for the most part, it, you know, and then on top of that, it, it's this, the culture shock um, that it doesn't worry me so much because I'm not staying for, 
um, a whole lot of time. Although my parents keep telling me that two months is longer than I think it is, which is probably true. Um, but it, it, you know, it is real. And the, uh, it, I think it's a totally different environment than I'm, I'm living in and used to now. So I think I anticipated it to be good and fulfilling, at least a fulfilling experience for me. Um, but, you know, obviously that comes with, with caveats and, uh, yeah, I think part of the experience is just moving through that and realizing that, you know, what you're doing is, is God's work and it's, it's for a bigger purpose than you and for a, yeah, for a greater purpose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's such a a great place to be, you know, going into a a gap year, which is, you know, questionable after coming out of high school and then, you know, going and serving. And that also has a bunch of question marks around it as well. You know, how will you um, stand on your own two feet in a new culture? Like that's, you know, but just having that open heart and those open hands, you know, to say that this is what God's calling me into. So there's a purpose for it even if I might be a little unsteady on my feet. So, um, so what is your, what does your family say about this? How are they feeling? Well, my parents are, are pretty international, um, to begin with. I mean, they both are multilingual. Um, they, you know, they do a lot of work overseas. Like for example, my dad right now is in, um, the Republic of Georgia, um, doing some work over there. So they're not, um, I mean, I wouldn't say they feel totally comfortable, (laughs) you know, like any parent doesn't even, even when parents send their kids off to college, there's always some like worry. Um, but you know, this is totally different. It's an international experience. I think any international experience is, cause for concern for some parents but I think they're supportive of this and they realize that um you know I I need this experience um you know and I think the the benefits of it out greatly greatly outweigh the risks of of it and you know there wasn't a time when you know they pushed back against me at all I think my siblings on the other hand are very happy <laughs> that I'm leaving <laughs> because the whole rooms will get, get switched up. I think uh, mm. my sister is in line to get her own room now. <laughs> uh, so they're, they're all fighting about rooms and negotiating. Um, so they're, yeah, they're, they're excited, but I think they'll, they'll be a little bit sad too. I hope maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like my siblings when I went off to college, they were like, okay, bye. And then like a couple months later, they're like, were you coming home? Like, where do you do it? <laughs> but then they were also like, can I have your room when you go? And I'm like, what? Yeah. That was the first time. <laughs> I, I was like, so that's what I am to you. Just, uh, right? <laughs> just a room, just a, just a place to sleep. <laughs> that's funny. Well, I'm so happy that they're supportive of this um, and, and, you know, allowing you to follow what God has placed on your heart um, during the midst of this, this time in this new chapter. Um, so we've mentioned a lot about your gap year, um, but we've not asked you, why are you taking a gap year? You, you, you know, you've said that you felt God is calling you um, 
for that? Is there something more for that? You know, what questions do you feel that um, God might be pulling you to find answers for or to ask, you know, tell us a little bit more about your decision behind taking that gap year. Yeah. So I knew this past fall um, that I didn't really want to go to college yet. I, I mean, I applied to a few um, but even the ones I applied to, I wasn't super enthusiastic about going, um, you know, could I point and say why I don't think I was ready? I mean, that's kind of difficult because I was taking college courses. We have like an early college program, um, just for reference, like in our town. So you can take classes at the university of Maine. Um, as a high school student for free. So, you know, that's a big plus because college classes are expensive and you can just fill your schedule with them. So like I was, I was taking college classes, I was doing the work and I was doing fine in them. You know, there's no reason why I, I shouldn't be able to go to college, but at the same time, you know, I was around that college environment um, because I was taking those classes. And I realized like, First of all, I'm pretty young for my age, um, so or for my grade. So I'm like the youngest in my grade. Um, you know, I don't turn 18, as you guys know, until the end of August, which is kind of a bummer because, you know, maybe I would have done something this summer or, you know, but regardless. Uh, so I think age played a factor, but also just knowing that, um, I can take time off. There's no rush to, to go to college right away uh, and then get a job and then start paying taxes. You know, as, as someone told me that, you know, there's no first place prize for the first one who gets to pay taxes. And I, I totally agree. Um, you know, if, if I can take some time off um, and find what I'm actually passionate about maybe, or, um, you know, follow that path. Like I was talking about that, even though I don't know where it's leading me, it's still the path I'm supposed to be on. Um, then I think that's my purpose for the gap year is answering those questions that would make college worth it um, next year. So yes, it's a gap year, but it's also, you know, a year of work and, by work, I mean, volunteer work and getting a job and applying for schools. And so it's not a year of just watching Netflix, um, you know, and eating popcorn or whatever, but it, it is a year of answering some of the big questions that I have for myself. And I also have for God too. So, um, yeah. That's wonderful. Well, Unfortunately, our time is coming to a close, but I want to say thank you so much for joining us today and to sharing your story. You know, like you said, it, it's you never thought you'd be here talking about your gap year and what God is calling you to do. Um, but we're so excited that you joined um, with IM and STM to, to go on your adventures and your, you, you know, your new chapter in life. Um, so we're looking forward to you um, serving and then what comes after that for you. So thank you. Um, for spending your hot summer day with us instead of, you know, continue to swim. Um, yeah, thank you very much, guys. I appreciate this. Thank you so much for joining us today and learning more about the Emerging Leaders Initiative. To find out more, please go to internationalministries.org, click on Global Missions, and then Journals. 
and then look for the journal entitled STM New Initiative for Youth and Young Adults. And for more, you can also email elc at internationalministries.org. That's elc at internationalministries.org. Until next time.